Ladies and gentlemen, you're watching Geekcaster. I'm Phil Geeks. And today we've got... Davion, the one Highlander bussy. Knives out, Corey Davis. Geeks, where's your weapon? That's interesting. I am the weapon. How about that? <laughs> Gonna help. <laughs> All right, y'all. All right, here we go. You're watching Geek Catcher Everything, sci-fi, fantasy, geek culture. That's right. And we're all geeks. That's right. All righty. So today we're going to talk about Cutthroat City, Year One, and Justice League Dark. Let's start with Justice League Dark. Because this is an oldie but goodie. It's not a new film. It's an animation done by DC and done really well. And I feel... What a person. Say it again. Produced and produced by Warner Brothers. Yeah. And it's interesting. They had a really nice show of uh, Constantine and uh, Batman... Seems like they really focus on Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman no matter what they do. Have you noticed that? Of course. I didn't see too much of Wonder Woman or Superman in this one, though. No, not this one. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. But it was nice to see Constantine. They got the actor. What's his name? His name is um, Matt Ryan to play Constantine. And we all know him from the series, Constantine. Uh, fans really keep, keep keep him alive. They really show him a lot of love and keep him active. So anyway, what do you guys think of Justice League Dark? What are you, what are you thinking about? Any DC animated film is by far the best out of DC. That's the best way to put it. And the way they did Justice League Dark was phenomenal. Like they basically portrayed each character in the in the elements that they are or the elements that they're in and they show how much Constantine is a you know what I thought it was uh, a very strong storyline yeah and you're right mainly they do focus a lot on Wonder Woman Superman and for them to actually focus on Constantine and the dark arts it was a refreshing take I think it was a, a good second place for best DC movie behind the Killing Joke, but this is this is definitely a very good second. I like that Killing Joke reference. Yes, it, it is right up there, and it is dark. I mean, within the first twenty minutes, the amount of gore. It really said, "Hey, this is animation, but this is not for the kiddies." Facts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I thought that's what really made it stand out for me. It was the um, the first twenty minutes? Mhm. Yeah. You think they're gonna do thinking... more with Constantine? They already did. They did um, Justice League um, Dark. Um, what was it? Uh, give me a second, but y'all can continue on. But they did do another. They did do something more with Justice League, the animated series. They did, made a sequel. And is I mean... it with Constantine? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Well, I, I got to check that out. Coming up in the future, so yeah, I'm happy for that. <laughs> Did you see the Constantine with Keanu Reeves? Yes. Yeah. I really like that Constantine. Oh. I think it's just Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but yes, it's Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Oh, I didn't see that one yet. That was the sequel to Justice League Dark. All right. Corey, I think you're frozen over there. Am I? Yeah. He's not frozen where I'm at. Really? Maybe yeah, I'm just still on, moving. Just oh. on my side. My side. You your see, side. Like, There's that whole thing with technology and the... Uh, the apocalypse we're going through. I don't even know what yeah. to do. I don't know what to, what to do there. Can you um, take your picture in and out or something? Sure. Oh, there you go. Never mind. Never mind. It worked. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Am I good now? You're good. Yeah, you're good. Did you guys know Jerry O'Connell was in there? Yes. And uh, Rosario Superman. Dawson? My love as Wonder Woman, yes. Yes. <laughs> Alfred Molina played Doctor Destiny since we're name dropping. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's really. It was a very, very, very good cast for this uh, this animated film. Yeah, it was yeah, for the introduction. Study. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. So, what do we have next on the list? We have. Oh, oh! You know what? I almost forgot. We have to talk about Mortal Kombat as well. The upcoming film. <laughs> yeah. Well, let, let 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 so um Davion doesn't bust a blood vessel. Uh, we'll go into that right now. Mortal Kombat. Great. What do you want to say, Davion? The anticipation. Wait. The anticipation is fairly mild. Where's the <laughs> darn trailer. I don't care about the photo sets. I just want the trailer. But overall, the synopsis of the film is pretty much saying Cole Turner, which they're saying is a new character, which a lot of us don't think he's a new character, is trying to find his origin or trying to find his tradition, his family, has some family traits within this tournament. So he's being hunted down by Sub-Zero, that's what the synopsis is, and you get introduced to each and every single one of the Mortal Kombat characters. Not all of them, but each one. Some of them. And they're thinking about making a sequel. Well, they're already in production of making sequels right now. I don't know. I think I'm over it. Uh, I really no, I no, I, I want to see the trailer. I want to see the trailer. Don't get me wrong, Liu Kang looks good. Liu Kang, the way they did Kung Lao and Liu Kang was awesome. Jax looks like Steve Harvey with a mustache. Sonya, eh. Kano, he's missing the metal plate on his left left eye or his right eye? Hmm, good question. That's, that's, <laughs> is that a Mandela question? But the thing about trailers is sometimes they show too much and give too much away. I think we're getting better, but I can actually do without trailers. Uh, if I'm going to see the movie, I'm going to see the movie regardless. And some people have actually stopped watching trailers for the movies that they want to see. Uh, I will see this movie. I'm not excited, and I kind of don't want to see a trailer for it. So, there's that. Go kick rocks. But anyway, <laughs> I want to see a trailer. Because 
that's the only way I could feel happy inside whether this movie is good or bad. Yeah, but then if they show too much and it takes away from the experience of the movie, like, oh, I saw this in the trailer. Oh, they gave this away in the trailer. Like, it's it's going to ruin the experience. Oh, Corey, stop being a Demi Downer. Being a realist. <laughs> You're not being a realist. You're being a Demi Downer. Phil, Phil, uh, help us out. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just... I, I don't know what... Yeah. Well, I, I would say this. Um... I don't need a trailer, but um, see, it works. It works different because the trailer turns me off sometimes, you know. And sometimes the editors really stink, so they just really don't do a good job. So, yeah. Well, just have faith. Have faith. Well, no, we we know what they've done with a lot of things from video games, and uh, faith ain't gonna cut it. You know what I'm saying? It's just not gonna cut it right there. All right. But think of it this way. They're going to introduce fatalities and gore. Which the first one never presented. Well, this is true. Oh, you know what? That's a good question. Is this going to be rated R? Yes. 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 All right. And I'm going to have long to wait. I think it's April 16th. You can uh, stream it or see it in the theaters. So we don't have that long to go. Yeah, that's not, that's not too bad. Also, leave comments. I'm going to have our engineer play some music underneath. Just so it's not so dead. And um, people say, hey, do you like it totally quiet when we do the show? Do you like the music underneath when we do the show? You know, let us know. You have a song you want to give us to put underneath the show? Yep, yep, that's right. We, we should play the Mortal Kombat theme or the theme of the movie that we're talking about if it's well known. <laughs> well, you know YouTube and they're flagging. Yes. Yeah. But we all know about Twitch. Does Twitch flag? I don't, I don't think they flag. As long as we don't use the bad words. Okay. All right. Did you guys see Cutthroat City? Let's go into that one. Cut yes. Throat City. It was okay. I'm going to say this much because I finished watching it this morning. In the beginning of the film, I kind of was like, yes, this is kind of interesting. It does give me that little bit of that hood type film type scenario, but it, it made, but it wasn't more than just a hood type scenario. It was more entertaining in a sense because you had different elements of different characters and also I like the fact that they brought the whole Hurricane Katrina effect to the film you know of them you know recovering from it and stuff like that and them going through stuff at the same time I really don't understand what you said what what said about the film okay I didn't like the hood aspect like too much. Like, well, that was the whole story that it was. In I know, the hood. but it wasn't. But the thing about it was, it <laughs> was a good element. Like I'm not really into stuff like that, but it basically like brought me into it. It intrigued me, and not only that, the way RZA basically kind of settled things as a director when it came to this film, it was really well put together until until we got to the end. 
I don't know. So I don't want to go into spoilers, but I that's a hard thing to discuss because it is the RZA, so he does take the black experience, which people equate to being a hood experience. He took a real life story because there are a lot of stories from Katrina and how people survive and kind of twisted it on its head. I like the elements, the comic book elements. Like I said, I don't want to go into too many spoilers, but I, like I did tell you guys, I think this was the most B-rated movie. If you can call RZA a B-list director, that's cool. With an A-list cast and an A-list storyline. I didn't expect to see a UFC star, Tyrone Woodley, show up. T.I. did great. T- uh, Terrence Howard did great. Uh, Denzel Whitaker did great. The whole cast did great. The storyline yeah. was great. But it was just that B-movie feeling no. that, yes. You know, you know what it is? I think it was the editing. It was more the editing. It was not consistent. It, you had beautiful yeah. shots. And yet some weird transitions. Yeah, it was the editing. It was the editing of the film. Because it was like, you're sitting there watching it. And then it was certain things that was cut too quickly. And then it was others that was like, cut too short. Like, too quickly. And then it was stuff that was left long to the point where it's like, okay, I don't get it. Like, it was missing elements. It was missing certain scenes. That's why I like to put that. Because sometimes, I don't know if you remember the scene with the van and the backdrop of the hill and you're like wow is this really new orleans but then you had like some weird close-up shots where it didn't capture the whole scene and people were cut off in weird angles so yeah. I, the, the the editing aspect of it that's why i said you couldn't shake that b-movie feel from it i don't know if that was done by purpose and on design because rizza has produced better stuff but the storyline i think in here was was yeah, the storyline was good. I agree with you on that. The storyline was really good. The cast was phenomenal because they did a great job as acting. Um, it was just to me, I really think it was the editing. It, it had to be the editing because some of the stuff didn't connect when it came to putting stuff together as a you know for the story. Right, you could pick it up, but it was like it just felt weird. They never did explain that Ethan Hawke. Um, uh, reference how he was involved and how the whole thing started. Like I said, I, don't, I can we go into spoilers? Should we go into spoilers? I don't well, know. well, I, yeah. I mean, to accept, well, you could you could talk about him because there's so many things about his character that you wanted to know more about, and that how is he connected to the underworld? How is he connected to politics? They kind of just rushed his character with the concept of belief. You know, like when you write a script, there's certain things like, okay, we just believe that Superman can fly. That's it. We're just going to believe it. We're going to rock with it. We're going to go. We just believe that somehow he used to be the head of the department, like the DA, and now he's some sort of political figure. He has ties to the underworld, and that's it. And you and that's you just got to let that go. And But you know what? Even without spoilers... Let's look at his character. Let's look at Cat um, Granum. There's so much more that could be said about her character and her love relationship. You know, why was she nervous about getting married? And fast forward in the future, they're going through all these problems. And then fast forward to a ridiculous ending 
where why yes. are you bringing the child to the grandfather like it made no sense you know you're already well not even that it was like the whole i don't want to give it too much because i don't want to kill it yeah for people, the whole but... ending was kind kind of like what the heck is going on i'm confused so I, I do get that. I think there were bits and pieces of what we see in the black community as issues. I think that was an issue. The whole family connection was an issue. Marriage was an issue. It wasn't explained, but I kind of got that through uh, references and inferences. I guess that's what he was trying to portray, not in a good way. But then there's also the other character, like Isaiah Washington's character. He's a detective, but also a crime lord. Like, why Why are all these intricacies done this way? And it was never fully explained. Right. And did, did you, re- well, did you research and realize it's a, it's a, a white writer? So I don't know if that, you know, he's like, you know, let me just put a whole bunch of, uh, a network of issues together and say this is a cultural diverse film. You know? Well, that's what I don't understand about the RZA. He always has a, a strong hand in whatever he does. So I don't know if that was an element or if that was like a combined effort to make this film. Not sure. Well, it definitely was- got made because his name was attached. And other people attached themselves because, see what I'm saying? Because I can't see them getting all those A-listers and then after the fact say we need a director. Who could we direct this? You see what I'm saying? I think he he was probably on the ground floor. And it's interesting. You said it's like a B-list film, but it definitely was an A-list budget. Yeah, that's what I said. A B-list film with A-list actors and an A-list storyline by a B-list director. And but <laughs> but, but mention that because it is important. It's definitely an A-list budget. That's why you got those beautiful shots, and um, I'm sure some of those shots were archived. Some of them was in news. Some of them were probably purchased because they were so crisp and clear and everything like that. So, but anyway, I say from a, I say it was pretty good. I mean, the fact that he directed this and this had a different feel from the other films, and it, it had there were real topics there. Sure, sure, all right, I'll give it to you. I also see people like Davion who aren't interested in this film and probably would give up midway because they don't know what's going on and they don't really understand the nuances that they're trying to capture. Your microphone went out, bro. Your internet, oh. man. Your internet, man. Your internet, man. If you don't stop interrupting me. We can't hear you. Can you hear me now? A little better, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, like I said, the beginning part and the middle part was okay until it got to the end. And when they basically did the ending, I was so like, I'm super confused. Like, it's not like rain. It's not like rain explosion type confusion. It was more like like one of those moments where you're not getting a headache, you're not, you're just left with emptiness. Do you want me to explain the ending? What I think he was trying to achieve? Uh, yeah, the time jump, because there was definitely a time jump. That was weird. Because that yeah. whole sequence was weird. Okay, but... so we're going to do the little minor spoilers. No, I can say it without 
I could say it without... Basically, he gave you an alternative universe. Like in a comic book, where if you went down yeah. one path, this is what happens. Go another path, that's what happens. That's all. It, it's, it's like they did a great film, let's pretend, and they didn't know how to end it. So they just gave you two endings in the same film. But the only problem is they kind of gave you three endings, and that's what really killed it. You had, you had this one, two, and where'd this three come from? That made no sense, didn't need to be there, could literally been on the cutting floor, the cutting room floor. And that's why I have to trash the ending, because even in the split ending, the third thing made no sense. And did y'all know there was an uh, end credit scene? Yes. Oh, well, I watched it, but I don't remember what happened. I do. I'm not going to spoil it. Oh, it's spoil it. I didn't see it. I don't care. I don't care about those people out there. I watched it, but I can't remember what happened. All right. So, they go to the funeral. Funeral home. I mean, not the funeral home. The wake. The uh, cemetery. I'm sorry. Cemetery. And the guy with the cowboy hat or whatever, the black guy that's the detective and yep. part yep. of the crew. Yep. He's, sit, he's sitting on the guy's um, cat, like, tomb. The one that basically played the saxophone. Saxophone for the friend's wedding. Yep. Yeah. So, the white guy comes in. He started talking gibberish, who is Ethan Hawkins' character. And he gives him his money. Ethan Hawk kills the guy. I didn't see the cowboy head. <laughs> okay. That's another cutting room floor that made really it didn't really didn't even. Yeah, it was a lot of stuff that did like it could like you saying he made it in a way where it was supposed to be three alternate endings. Why well, really? No, just... no, really. There was only two alternative endings, and then he added a third piece, technically, okay. that really made no no difference. It, it didn't belong. That didn't belong as the alternate ending or a part of that part. Well, part it didn't, of that, it uh, didn't create any closure. It didn't answer any questions. It didn't do anything that you're supposed to do at the end. There, there's no resolve with it. Um, it didn't make it any clearer of what alternative ending was the real one. There was nothing of value. You heard me, Riza? Nothing of value. It was just a ball of confusion. Because, uh, just a quick spoiler, when he was talking to his dad, which is the son's grandfather, they had like that little inferences. And that's what I think the ending was supposed to do, that the son didn't follow in the dad's footsteps. So I got that, like you said, it just didn't belong. It was weird how they shot it. But I, I think Riza did have a purpose for everything. It's just it didn't come off as clear as he would have hoped. Oh, yeah. Did y'all know who his father was? Who yeah, was the father? Yeah, okay, yeah, I just yeah. want to make sure. Wesley Snipes, blah, blah, blah. By the way, he did a great job. <laughs> Don't though. disrespect the man. No, 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 no. He did a great job. All the acting was great. All the acting was great. I don't really have the same issue with the editing. I just feel it was just loopholes in the story that bothered me the most. Yeah, that's that's all. Like, it, I, it was... I think the casting was a problem, too. It's like you recognize the guy from Tupac. You recognize the guy from Black Panther. And you're like, oh, that other guy. I know I've seen him before. And it's just this cavalcade of people you've seen. 
And I think that actually kind of took away from the story. The more we're talking about it, the more I think about it, it's like I see these faces, but there's nothing connecting these faces to the story. Oh. All right, well, something more lighthearted. Year one. What do you think of year one? That's another oldie but goodie. Wait, isn't that the Caveman movie with Jack yeah. Black and, and Michael Sarah? Michael Sarah. I remember bits and pieces of it. I was just gonna say I, I could have did without that movie. Yeah, that that was another budget. Let's have fun. It kind of reminded me a little bit in the beginning of the um, history of the world year one. But it made no sense. Yeah. They just kind of, well, one thing, one thing, I, 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 listen, it took a while. I had to, like, you know, do my own little, little geeks thing. And I realized that, um, they started to, you know, wove in all those, um, religious things. And I said, that's interesting. It so was religious. So, so at some point, I just kind of, like, well, let me, um, just see how many things they, Put in there, and but that's it. Mm. It's like let's cook. It's a movie you want to make popcorn and food and cook while the movie you really want to watch comes on. Oh. I would not say that much either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I tried. No, I tried. Yeah, that's the type of movie I would say that you have to have a moment where you need to sit on your lap and have some 420 time. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. Exactly what it was. It was a 420 movie. All right. I feel like Sir should have wrote this. <laughs> I mean... Jack Black is Jack Black. Michael Sarah is Michael Sarah. They had Bill Hader, David Cross, Oliver Platt, a good list of actors. And Paul Rudd was in it. But just their evolution mixed with creationism. They're they're taking steps through the Bible, but they're also trying to go through this period. It was it was just weird. I, I didn't get the references. I understood what they were trying to question and ask about, but it still made no sense at the end of yeah. the day. It's just too, right. too out there for me. So quick recap of all the things we spoke about today. What should people actually watch? Mortal Kombat. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, and it made no sense because that's not out yet. <laughs> sorry. Justice sorry. League Dark. Justice League Dark, sorry. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second place would be Petrol City. Yeah, Petrol City. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. <laughs> A few more months, Damian. Calm down. A few more months. I right. want the trailer. <laughs> so um, you can do the one. We're gonna do another show. Um, you guys, if you're watching this, please check out our episode on um, surviving the zombie apocalypse I'm not going to be on that episode but um, you guys enjoy and um, try to save the world <laughs> alright <laughs>